0: You're listening to the Cattle Station Classroom Podcast, where we learn about the North Australian beef industry and answer your questions. So it doesn't matter how far from town you are, because we're bringing the classroom to you. Welcome to the Cattle Station Classroom Podcast. In today's lesson, we are going to be learning about the bull check test. To do this, I'm going to be joined by Dr Tracy Sullivan. Tracy has extensive experience as a large and small animal veterinarian, researcher, and a decades experience working as an accredited bull semen morphologist. She is an active member of the Australian Cattle Vets Association, a promoter of bull check, and is focused on producer education and the importance of semen analysis as a tool for male fertility evaluation. Tracy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Steph, and thank you for the opportunity to
1: join you to discuss bull testing today.
0: So today we are going to learn about the Bull Check Examination, which was formerly called the Veterinary Bull Breeding Soundness Evaluation. So what actually is it?
1: Well, Bull Check is a standardised exam that was developed by the Australian Cattle Vets to identify which bulls are at an increased risk of being subfertile or completely infertile.
0: So what does subfertile mean? Yeah, so a subfertile bull will still
1: achieve pregnancies by natural service, but not at the rate that can be achieved by a fertile bull. So a fertile bull is defined as as a bull that can achieve pregnancy in 60% of 50 normal cycling cows within 3 weeks and 90% within 9 weeks. So a subfertile bull just won't achieve these these same numbers.
0: Okay. So essentially you're saying it's kind of like the equivalent of somebody working full time and somebody working part time? Yes, indeed. So yes, a fertile bull is actually quite an athlete. The bull has to be able to get
1: to the cow detect that she's that she's in season service her and then once he's in his sperm has to be able to get to the egg and then once it's at the egg it has to still be able to fertilize it as well
0: so the fertile ball has to has to be able to achieve several milestones I like that idea of a bull being an athlete because aside from rodeo bulls, I would never drive around a paddock and look at a bull and consider them to be an athlete, perhaps in a rodeo arena, but I will be looking at breeding bulls and herd bulls, stud bulls, fairly differently from now on. So um, let's go through the examination. First up uh, in the bull check examination is the phys- is a physical examination. So what's involved in that?
1: So, yes, the physical exam is just to make sure the bull is able to get and serve the cow, to detect that she's an estrus and, and to ensure that all his genitalia is intact. So this entails an exam, firstly, of the internal and external genitalia, um, the bull's overall structure, his gait, his eyesight and his scrotal circumference. The findings are reported as either normal or abnormal or they may be reported on a scale or for scrotal circumference it'll be as a measurement. So these are all published in the ACV book. So if all the findings are within normal limits, then an overall rating of the ACV TIP will be given. Um, if the findings are within normal limits, but the vet has some concern of some aspect, then the, if they'll be given a rating of a Q, a qualified rating, and the vet will make a detailed comment on, on what they think could be, could be a concern. Um, but if the findings are outside the normal limits, the bull might receive a cross and we'll make um, a detailed comment as to why we think this bull is at an increased risk of subfertility.
0: Now, this may seem like a silly question, but what is the internal genitalia that you're inspecting?
1: Oh, so this is made up of the glands and all these glands are important because what they do is they add the fluid and all the nutrients um, to, to the semen. So the sperm come from the testicles and then the glands, yeah, add the fluid and make up the semen. So we need to make sure there's no infections of those glands. Um, commonly in young bulls, they can get an infection such as semen or vesiculitis. So we're, we're just checking that there's nothing nothing like that in there.
0: Oh, you learn something new every day. And so I'm guessing that until recently, and when I say recently, I'm sure you'll be able to tell me probably in the last couple of decades, this was the main method of examining bulls for like the history of time or assessing bulls because it's only been in recent i don't know maybe a couple of decades that we've had the the other technologies which we're going to learn about in the rest of this episode but that's pretty much what people would look at when they were picking bulls it was kind of just a visual physical assessment
1: yes yes and scrotal circumference you know has been really important it's been closely correlated with bull fertility so yeah um the bigger the better to an extent if they're too big then you know they might have difficulties um regulating the temperature but yeah generally we're going for a higher scrotal circumference um yeah results in a bull that produces more calves
0: okay and just for anyone listening we are talking about cattle here so when we're talking about bigger the better we're just referring to cattle now so that's that's the physical examination as i said you know that's what that's all that people had to rely on for a long time. But in recent years, we've got other technologies. And so one of these is the crush side semen evaluation. What, where does that take place and what's involved in that?
1: Oh, yes. So the semen is collected from the bull, um, either by manual palpation or most commonly by an electroejaculation. In New Zealand, they also use artificial vaginas, but it would be a vet far braver than me than to hang on to an artificial vagina with a station brahmin bull coming towards me. So, yeah, there's not much use of them in Australia, but individual vets have their preferences to whether they'll um, manually palpate or use an electric ej- ejaculator. So that needs to be discussed with your, the with your ACV vet prior to the exam. So once we've um, extracted the, the semen from the bull, it's assessed grossly just for its colour, how thick it is, and for any contaminants like, you know, blood or pus. And then it's looked then it's up more, more closely. So this is either via a microscope or via an eye sperm um, using iPad technology, and this gives an indication of motility, of the sperm's ability to move, so if it's going to be able to get to the egg or not. Um, so, yeah, this is defined as either gross motility or progressive motility. Um, it doesn't, however, tell, you, tell us if, what the sperm's going to do and if it's able to fertilise the egg once it's there. So that's where we need a more detailed lab analysis to give, to give a prognosis there. Um, Cross-side semen is once again reported using the tick qualified or cross, the same as a physical exam.
0: Okay, so we've got the physical examination, which can basically be done in the yards or in the crush because you're having to check glands and measure the scr- uh, scrotal circumference. Then we've got the crush side semen evaluation. So that is looking at the semen sort of under a microscope or, as you said, under, is, is that a new technology, the eye sperm, which that's connected to the iPad? Yeah, the
1: eye sperm. Yep, yes, so- yep, yep. So that uses an iPad and, and digital technology to, to, get a, to get a reading on velocity and motility.
0: Okay. And so that's also done in the yards, you know, well, it's crushed sides, so that's fairly self-explanatory, but you did just say that you do need a few more tests because that's not telling you everything that you actually really need to know about the sperm. Can all the rest of these tests be done in the yards too?
1: No, no. Some have to be done in the lab, such as um, the sperm morphology or testing for diseases such as Vibrio or pesty testing. Um, So morphology, morphology refers to the anatomy of the sperm and it's been shown to be one of the most important indicators of fertility in the bull. So many vets and researchers believe that morphology is an essential part of, of the bull check exam. So carrying out the bull check without morphology is like inspecting a car before purchase but not taking it for a test drive. Research has shown that normal morphology is not only correlated with the calf getting ability of the bull, but also the maturity and fertility of the female offspring. So morphological examination of the semen requires an expensive laboratory microscope and, oh, yeah, you cannot transport them out in the field. Um, yeah, mine sits in a nice air conditioned office. Um, so morphology is reported again using the same tick qualified and cross standards and it's based around the percentage of normal sperm. We really want more than 70% normal sperm and then, and then we give it a tick. There are individual abnormalities and the frequency will give a prognosis for the bull, but morphology is one of the more controversial issues of the um, bull check. The majority of the issues encountered around sour bulls are to do with morphology or lack thereof, and this is because morphology is a technical science and it's not always black black and white. Um, so some of these defects can come and go, and in some in some circumstances. Fat bulls before sales can have increased risk of not going so well on their morphology exam.
0: Okay, so we're looking at bulls. First, we've got a physical examination. So we're looking like how do they look? Can they sniff out a cow and cycle? Can they actually walk to her? Can they do the job? Do they have um, testes, you know, a, a size which indicates that they're producing? But then obviously that's not enough. So we need to do the crush side evaluation to see um, what this 're like, kind of getting a, an overview of what the sperm is doing and seeing how fast they 're swimming or if they 're moving at all, but then again that 's not enough, so we need to go into an, a lab with an even better microscope and see well, what do these little swimmers look like? Are they normal? are they a bit abnormal um, so that that seems pretty comprehensive. Is there anything else that 's involved in this exam?
1: Um, yes, sometimes a serving ability test is indicated, and that is a measure of the bull's physical capacity to carry out mating. It is a less commonly performed component of the ACV's bull exam process, and it involves observing a bull mounting and mating females. It's not often carried out in Boston indicus bulls as they're considered shy maters that do not um, often don't perform when they're being observed or placed under stress. But it may be required when there are concerns about the ability to serve, like associated with lack of libido or back problems. Or often in the you know, in Angus bulls, you might see conditions such as corkscrew penis, which we actually need to see the bull serving to confirm that that the bull has got a corkscrew penis. Now, not
0: everybody gets their bulls checked when they buy them and not all bulls come with a bull check certificate, although that is certainly industry's recommendation because as we've just discussed, you know, just looking at that bull and he might look pretty flash walking around the paddock, you really don't know what's going on inside. And again, and like you even just said, with the serving ability, he may have all the working parts, but if he has low libido or something else going on, again, you know, it is a quite a holistic, you know, there's a lot of factors going on. Um, who is actually allowed to do these examinations
1: um, so ACV members who've examined more than 500 bulls and have passed both a practical and theory exam to demonstrate their expertise to their peers, they can achieve the status of an accredited bull check vet. Um, so the ACV recommended process for bull exam is not a guarantee that a bull be good or fertile, however it's an important cost-effective tool to reduce the risk of having subfertile bulls in your head. And it also helps to improve your profitability and long-term bird fertility.
0: Absolutely. So just to clarify, it's only an accredited veterinarian, so it's not just somebody else who's gone and done a two-day course or whatnot, it needs to be a veterinarian who's a member of the Australian Cattle Vets Association and then they've done over 500 bulls and passed both a practical and theory exam to demonstrate that they are an expert in this.
1: Yes, yes, indeed.
0: And as you said, you know, it's not a guarantee, but it is, I certainly think, I just think, well, why wouldn't you? Because imagine how many bulls are kind of walking around out there looking pretty good, but possibly just being on holiday and and living the good life. Um, So if people want to find out more, where should they go and who should they get in contact with?
1: Um, Yeah, so the ACV, the ACV um, has got a website, mycattlevet.com.au, and you can search with that and see which cattle vets are near you and which ones are accredited bull check examiners. Um, or you can email the ACV office at um, acv at